Welcome to Product Coffee, a podcast where product professionals from Ibotta share stories, advice, and thoughts on all things product over a cup of coffee. So grab a cup of joe and join us to level up your product career 30 minutes at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, Zach LaGreca. Patrick Kuchkowski. I'm Jake Werlin. I'm Bergen DeVell. David Odekoya. And uh, before we get started today, David is new to the podcast. It's his first time on air, um, and he's one of the newer product managers here at Ibotta. So David, maybe before we get started, you want to give us a quick overview about how you got into product? Yeah, that's uh, that's great. Uh, I actually started out in uh, business development. I was doing a lot of uh, channel management, setting up distributors. And uh, my boss at the time, uh, uh, we, we were talking about next steps, and she said, you know, I think you should try your hand at products, I, I, I think you'd be good at it. So I actually started out as a product marketing manager because my company had split both roles. Well, that was an experiment that didn't last too long, so they they uh, scrapped that and then redistributed the products amongst us. And that was about four years ago, and now I'm here. Awesome. It's always interesting hearing backgrounds of how people shift. Um, into products, so do you like it so far? Four yeah. years in, yeah, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, different industries. Uh, my last job was at a manufacturing company. The one before that was kind of a mix of hardware and software. So it's it's good coming back to tech. Yeah, it's it's interesting the way product is done across different industries. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, awesome. Well, welcome, David. Today's topic is about uh, mentors in product management. So how do you find? mentors, keep them, and when is it maybe time to part with them? So uh, kicking off with that topic, uh, what does everyone think? Mentors, how do you approach this? I mean, I think a mentor is a pretty critical step for most people. I think when you're new to a profession, there's a lot of hesitancy that comes with reaching out to people and asking specifically, would you be willing to mentor? Um, oftentimes I've found mentors are the great way to step into the role too. Mm-hmm. Um, frequently if you're like, hey, I'm interested in product, can you go find someone that's a you know, senior or director of product and help you know, work with them and get their insights and things like that. As you continue to mature, it becomes more critical because now it becomes how do you, you know, cross the chasm from you know, associate to mid to senior to group to director, et cetera. And then how do you move into executive leadership? Um, and so having someone that's not someone you're reporting to or peer gives you that insight and that foundation and lets you ask some of the harder questions uh, that too frequently we just don't have the opportunity to talk uh, directly about peer-to-peer. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I think a lot of people look externally because there's just there are certain limitations like when you're professionally working together as opposed to talking with a product leader who you don't report to, you're not in their organization, um, maybe you can get a little bit more candid in your discussion sometimes. Yeah, and I would call out, um, while it's certainly acceptable to have somebody that's potentially one, uh, essentially rank above you, I would highly recommend trying to do two. Um, that's actually something I, I picked up in the Army is, I have some of my mentors now are uh, colonels, um, being a captain right now and up for major, where hey, I want to at least understand what is the next strategic level of thinking. And to do that, it's not, you know, someone that's two years ahead of you, someone that's mm-hmm. 10 years ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember reading that somewhere too, that if you want to find a mentor, find someone who is a level above the level you aspire towards. Anything higher than that, then they might be out of touch. 
when they are two levels above you, they still have sufficient experience. And if they're just one level above you, they're still learning on that role themselves. And that's where you want to go. Mm. It's better to get someone to above. Ooh, that's a, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. But it's true, because usually when you step up into a new role, yeah, I, I feel like for me at least, it can take a couple of years to really feel like you get your feet under you in that role. Um, and so going for someone who's just above that, they... You know, they were successful in that role for a while before stepping up into the role above that, and so right. mm-hmm. that makes that makes a lot of sense. Mm. Um, so, do you think a mentor is necessary to be a good PM? Like, if you don't have quote unquote a mentor, can you be a good PM? I think so. I think you can be a good PM. Um, I think it's definitely helpful to have a mentor, and I think especially someone outside of the org, but in something of a related industry, I think it's it's a good mm-hmm. dose of realism. Mm-hmm. to have someone out there who can reality check your thinking, um, your frustrations, and kind of force you out of your bubble of your company. Um, mm-hmm. So to that end, it's it's probably very refreshing to have that person to talk to um, and just talk about professional challenges in, you know, in an environment that is non-judgmental. They mm-hmm. are just there to listen and probably give you some ideas you haven't thought about. So... Yep. Is it critical to have one? No. Is it definitely helpful? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's probably not necessary to have one, but like anything, I think if you want to really maximize your abilities as a product manager, learning from other product people is you know, a really important thing that can help you get there. Um, I think one of the, the first questions I think of and that I've heard about mentors is like, where do you find them? What store do you go to? Yeah, what store? What coffee shop do they all hang out at? There's this Facebook group. Did I tell you about it? No. Uh, I found I don't have an official mentor. I just have someone who works at another company around town who's two levels above of, above me who um, I get coffee with probably quarterly. And I found her at a meetup. I was like, she knows what she's talking about. I would love to talk with her again. So I just said, hey, do you want to grab coffee sometime? I'd love to just continue the conversation. She was like, sure. Mm-hmm. And that was a year ago. We've gotten mm-hmm. coffee a handful of times since. Um, so, I, yeah, just don't. I think most people in those leadership roles or in those roles that you aspire to be in, they, they want to help others. Mm-hmm. Right? They want to help people who are earlier in their careers grow and not make the same mistakes that they made. I think that's just kind of an intuitive feeling we all have. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not going to approach you. It's up to you to approach them. That's yeah. so, a great point. Yeah. yeah, I guess to that end, like, how, how do you pick a mentor? Yeah. Right? If, you, yeah. if you're trying to prepare someone, like, anyone yeah. else here have someone in, in their professional life that acts as that role? How do you find them? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I guess that there are two things you're looking for here. You're looking for the professional match, and you're also looking for more of the personal match. It has to be someone that you can trust enough to tell whatever problems you're facing and to trust that they will have your best interests at heart. And not just any, anybody fits that. So uh, every once in a while you meet that kind of person. I have met a couple of those people in my career. I've tried to develop uh, mentorship relationships. Uh, with one, it has succeeded for a while, but it's kind of fizzled out. But, yeah, just like you said, at meetups, professional events, um, yeah, even in your company, uh, yeah, conferences, and it could be your old school alumni who's now doing something that you like. Another option, I think, that has been, or it's not formal mentorship, but it's somebody that I know when I'm struggling with something or have a question, 
Um, it's a former boss of mine from a couple companies ago, so we no longer have the like hierarchy that we did in, when I worked for her, and so it's a much, she's a very candid person. I can come to her. With, we have that established relationship from a previous organization, and she's moved up quite a bit, so as a VP of product, she's someone that is a couple levels ahead of me in my career and is somebody that I can reach out to, and I think that established relationship in the previous she knows me and my work ethic, so it's not like you're starting from square one with somebody. So I think if you can look back in your from your previous organizations, if there's anybody there that might might also work as an option as well, since you already have some sort of a of a relationship there. Well, and I know kind of as a shout out for those in Colorado, uh, many of us are part of Colorado Product, um, and they do a, a mentor program every year. Um, I know uh, myself; I was part of the 2019 program. Uh, opted not to do it this year, but I know a few others have been mentees and mentors. Um, I was fortunate to be a mentor last year, uh, and so that's a great resource. I know they you know, will match up essentially at the beginning of January, um, and that will extend for most of the year. Um, in my case, I feel like it's very natural for, in, in kind of to what everyone's been saying, it's very much on the mentee to reach out, engage, and stuff like that. Um, and I feel like over time, like the mentee I've been working with, you know, it's went from, hey, let's have coffee monthly to let's have month coffee quarterly now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're probably at four months right now, so I probably need to reach out. To them. But mm-hmm. it's, it's another formal way. So I'm sure wherever you're at, you know, if you're in, you know, Colorado, look up Colorado product. If you're in another city, I'm sure there's an equal, you know, resource out there. Stock the panels. Yeah. That would be my mm-hmm. advice. Yeah. yeah. That is like, People who sit on panels or who facilitate panels are generally trying to give back and they're trying to engage with the community. So I think mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a good signal of someone being willing to to develop that kind of mentor-mentee relationship. It's a great point. Yeah. yeah, those are all those are all really good. So you need to be the one to reach out. They're not going to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. Look uh, at conferences, meetups, stock panelists. Not really stock them don't condone that but look at panelists yeah Um, go to conferences and meetups um, and look for people who generally are maybe around two levels above you Um, so now using that lens you can kind of try and identify some people who might be a good mentor also make sure they're like you know your your personality is kind of a good you know good match Um, so how do you initially approach that I think that's one of the questions too is like how do you make it not awkward? Like, do you go up and say, hello, can I please, can you please be my mentor? Can I buy you coffee every quarter? Like, yeah. would that work for you? Yeah. So a couple of you have said you've had... Do you have a coffee habit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you, like, several of you mentioned you've, you either, you know, have a mentor kind of, or you've had mentors in the past. How have you approached kind of that initial, like, setting up that conversation? Uh, I can go. Um, I reached out on LinkedIn. I tried to connect on LinkedIn, so I think that's that's a really good way of like signaling implicitly that it's going to be a professional relationship, mm. um, as opposed to like asking someone to a coffee in a public setting. Like, are you asking me on a date? Like, what, what's happening? <laughs> uh, yeah. um, so maybe it's like LinkedIn might be a good place to start, but just be like, hey, I really appreciated your talk last night. I'd love to learn a little bit more. Would you be willing to grab coffee and we can chat about some of the topics that you came up with? Like really leading with the idea of I want to continue to learn from you um, without ever saying like, can you be my mentor? Like mm-hmm. that's just weird and lame and don't do that. Yes. Um, but I think if you imply that you're trying to learn from them in a professional way, like it should go pretty well. 
yeah I, that's I think that's one of my biggest pieces of advice too is it's you don't go and just ask hey will you be my mentor um, approach it more naturally than that because you know a lot of times it, people who are high, higher up than you they want to help people who are you know you know still up and coming in their career um, but it needs to feel natural to David's point it needs to feel organic and so don't say you know be my mentor it's more of can we chat some more I'd like to learn about this um, another thing I found valuable is don't just ask about like I want to continue learning from you um, how can you be valuable to them like yeah. what can you like make it a two-way conversation and that, you don't have to have all the experience they have to you know provide some type of value to them and so you know looking for ways to provide them value maybe you know talking to them about their specific you know company their industry their product line offering your thoughts on some of the products they're working on something as simple as that can show thoughtfulness that you're thinking about what they care about um, and might give them some interesting insights and ideas um, so that it's beneficial for them too I think it's even just when you are looking for a mentor that's a couple levels up from your role it's been a while since they've been in that position and just talking through some of the things that you're experiencing on a day-to-day -day in your role gives them perspective to go back as a leader in their organization and take those thoughts and like think about it how it applies to people that work for them in their organization so I think the mentee actually does provide a bunch of that insight that while we might not have a ton of career advice for somebody that's you know a couple levels ahead of you in their in their role but I think just that, that insight that we have in our day-to-day -day lives actually is food for thought for them as they go back into their organization. At least I found that in the conversations that I've had with, with this woman. Um, I also would not approach the initial conversation. I would leave that initial conversation very open because I think that's that first opportunity to see if that relationship is gonna work. So to your point about following up from a talk, like just wanna learn more about certain topics, like maybe when you sit down with somebody one-on-one, -on -one, you're like, this might not be as an organic of a relationship as we thought it might be. So I think keeping that first conversation um, high, higher level versus like a commitment of we're going to do this every quarter and I want you to be my mentor. I think that that leaves it open for both people to decide if the relationship makes sense. Yeah, that's also a really good point. And um, I think you kind of touched on this too, David, about at some point, you know, sometimes a mentorship will, will fizzle. Yeah. Um, and so mm -hmm. it's not like this, we have to meet every quarter and get coffee. Um, how do you kind of like, as you go through the progress of, of like having uh, the process of having a mentor, um, how do you maintain kind of that, that balance of meetings? How do you approach that? And how do you know when maybe it's time to, to kind of move on if things aren't working out? Uh, so I believe it's always good to, uh, while you're meeting with the mentor, to have a couple of action points, action items, things that you say, okay, I'm going to go work on this, I'm going to go try to do this. So you have something to use mm -hmm. to sort of schedule the next minute. So mm -hmm. even if you're not officially mentor and mentee, you can say, hey, uh, how about I, I work on this and can we meet in two weeks or in one month and uh, I'll kind of share my experience. I think that's always a good uh, a good way to mm -hmm. to plan for the next meeting. Yeah, and then plan for the next, especially if it's not official, if it's not an official mentor. Yeah, I like that because it gives you accountability as the mentee, and also for the mentor, I think they're looking to to help someone. Hopefully, you know, see people continue to grow in their careers, and so they right. get that good experience of seeing someone that they're kind of you know chatting with semi regularly, um, kind of growing and improving. In, in that role as well. Yeah. Um, I think. I, oh, go ahead. I was just to say, I think 
We shouldn't understate the value that a mentee provides to a mentor. Um, mentors are often people in leadership roles, and it's part of their role and it's part of their own professional growth to be able to coach other product managers, yeah. right? And I think having this mentee is a really good opportunity for them mm -hmm. to have that coaching relationship in a very low stakes environment. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. They aren't having to coach someone that reports to them, they don't have to coach someone whose uh, performance directly directly impacts their own performance mm -hmm. um, so it's it's almost as the mentee like giving giving that opportunity for the coaching moment to happen I think is also very important to maintaining that mentor mentee relationship because yeah. to yeah. your point it's a give and take mm -hmm. right like how can you be a value to them as, mm -hmm. as they are helping you grow in your career too yeah that's I think that's that's so important and that comes in with like these action items kind of checking in with them semi-regularly to show progress you know you're not just meeting for coffee every every quarter and talking about the same thing it's here's the problems we're working through here's some things I've tried I think I'm gonna what do you think if I tried this how would you maybe approach this situation and I think one other part that's really important from the mentee perspective is um, not just don't repeat the same topic every time you meet but uh, don't make it just a complaining fest. Like, I have all these problems. They're not recognizing me. I'm not, you know, doing getting this thing done that I wanted to get done, etc. And that hmm. that can be um, tempting sometimes, especially the outside perspective, because every organization, every role has challenges and issues. Um, but really, I mean, talk about your problems. Get their perspective. That's part of what you want their help on and where their coaching becomes really valuable. But also share, like, the good side of things. You know, I was successful with this, and this thing went really well. And, you know, I learned this thing, and this thing about the team's been neat. Um, because, one, that brings positivity to it. If you're just negative, like, it's going to drain the relationship and be annoying. Um, but it also, like, it brings them kind of the other side of these things are going well for this person. They see your growth, and they might have takeaways from things that are going well. Maybe something your team tried that worked well. Maybe that's something... You know, they might want to recommend some of their teams try. So I think bring positivity and things that have worked well. Basically, don't just update them when things suck in your life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you're going to be meeting with them, you know, handle it like you would handle um, a friendship. Like, chat with them about the good and the bad mm -hmm. and uh, try and be there to listen, help them where you can as well. Well, and I think it's pretty natural for a lot of these, especially if it's a, the mentee is largely driving you know, hey, are we going to meet in a month? I think a lot of mentor-mentee relationships will just naturally fizzle as the mentee either grows out of it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's acceptable for the mentor to reach out and be like, hey, how's it going? We haven't talked in a while. Do you still need help? And it's perfectly okay as the mentee to be like, no, I think I'm like, okay. Or, you know, hey, I thank mm -hmm. you for the time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I, I feel like that just kind of happens naturally, especially if it's not a, a natural or kind of organic chemistry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of the common theme I keep hearing is it should be somewhat natural and organic. Um, you know, this is a relationship uh, like like any. Uh, you know, treat it organically. See right. see where you connect. And if you don't, that's okay. I think that's another important point. Like, there's been times where you find someone interesting. They have like maybe they're two levels above you, et cetera. You meet for coffee and you just don't really click. That's okay. Maybe don't force it. Don't keep trying to meet with them just because they're in that role. Maybe at that company that's kind of interesting. But you just you're not clicking, and neither of you are really benefiting. Um, it's better for both of you at that point to maybe kind of just let that you know fizzle out yeah. um, and look for others who maybe are a good fit. You know, just because someone's been really successful doesn't necessarily mean they're the right coach for you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have just one mentor either. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's and probably cool. better to have multiple. Yep. Honestly. And if possible, I would say like it might 
experience, it's more impactful if you can find a sponsor than a mentor. And I know we have a couple minutes left, and that's probably potentially its own product coffee topic. But the value of a sponsor, and that's, I think that is, you know, if you spend a lot of time nurturing that mentor relationship, that individual could certainly become a sponsor for you mm-hmm. in your role and helping advocate for you and your or in your organization or in the product community in general. But mm-hmm. those are often harder relationships to to nurture because they do they they do require more of that. I think kind of touch points and making sure that that individual is aware of your what the what you're working on knows your work ethic so maybe that requires that that work person is in your organization Um, but I do think that that is uh, if I look back and or the conversations and the people that I try to maintain a rapport with it's certainly a a a sponsor from a previous organization because it's somebody that I know is his he's now you know a CIO and in his organization and if there's ever a role I want to make sure that he's somebody that I still continue to follow up with Mm -hmm, because he's someone that I really valued working for so I would say sponsorships and mentorship there both have benefits but I think a sponsor is something that really goes a long way for people that are kind of at the executor level yeah yeah and I think pragmatically and to build on that like a mentor is also part of your network Mm -hmm. too right and if you have relationships with people in leadership positions in your industry who are not at your company mm-hmm. kind of gives you a little bit of a wider a wider lens into what's available out there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, going back to this, just, you know, being relationships, if you're, imagine you're in their shoes and you're looking to hire a new product manager for an important role, you're likely to hire someone that you've ta- talked to and worked with before, someone you have some level of trust with, uh, some level of respect for, um, and someone, ideally, that you like. So you like working with, you like talking to. Um, and so organically, you know, meeting with people who you connect with and kind of trying to have a two-way street where you're benefiting them, they're benefiting you, it just opens you up naturally. Like if they ever have a role that's open, that puts you in a good place to be considered for that. And so I wouldn't go into it just with that mindset of, you know, I'm going to meet with you for coffee because you're going to offer me a job in two years. (laughs) And I'm not saying that you're implying that. And but I, I think that's where it comes in. Like that naturally or organically mm-hmm. happens if yeah. you do this, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. it is one of the benefits. So yeah. Yeah, right, cool. Well, well um, I think we have a lot of good points. Looking and finding mentors, uh, you need to be the one to reach out. Uh, look at past managers. Look at conferences and meetups. Look two levels above you. Make it a two-way street. Um, the way you make it not awkward is treat it like any other relationship. Like it needs to kind of be organic, and it's okay if they don't all work out. They won't. Um, any last thoughts from anyone else on finding mentors, having mentors, being mentors? I would say, if you are in the middle of your career or beyond, give strong consideration to being a mentor. That will mm-hmm. probably help you yeah. level up. Yeah, I was gonna say if anybody out there is new in product <laughs> management and would like a mentor, you yeah. have a room full of people that are obviously passionate about this pro or this role, doing this podcast that would up. be interested in helping out. Right, hit send, us up. Send us coffee. Yeah, that's it's not that hard to get us as mentors. It just takes coffee. coffee. Uh, yeah, that's all we need. <laughs> Great. Well, your homework for the week is this week. If you don't have a mentor, start looking. Identify two to three people in your network, your industry you've worked with in the past, or if you don't have anything like that lined up, 
um, plan two different meetups to go to to try and identify that and find a list of two to three people you can invite to coffee to have an initial chat with. Um, if you're more later in your career, maybe consider opportunities for mentorship. Here in Colorado, as mentioned, uh, Colorado Product has a mentorship program, so keep something like that in mind. Um, with that, um, that has been Product Coffee. Thanks for joining. Go level up. Go level up. Thank you. Thank you.